Welcome to season 3 of New Hope Underground. Thank you for being a part of Underground Nation. Our episode today is entitled, Killer Cows, Anxious Seagulls, and Jesus Joy. Here are your hosts, Darren and Drew Hansen. Before we start our new episode, I just want to take this time to thank all of New Hope Underground Nation for listening. And I say nation kind of sarcastically because I realize we've probably just got a handful of people that listen faithfully. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And the people that tell me that you listen, that really means a lot. So thank you. I want to thank all the people that have been helping on the podcast for the last couple years. And as we continue into season three, and a big shout out to my family for being supportive and helpful in my pet projects. And now here's episode one. Hey, welcome to season three, episode one. It's now official, Drew. It is? It is now official. We we are done with the previews. I kind of like the previews, though. I know. We talked about having a whole season of previews, <laughs> but we just did two. Well, maybe we can do a spinoff show. Actually, if we have two previews, would the would the preview first preview be a preview of the preview? Yeah, preview, meta preview. So we had a preview of the preview, and then we had a preview of season three. Yeah, and keep your keep your eyes peeled for a preview for all of that coming out soon. <laughs> hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. I am Darren. I'm Drew, and uh, we're both Hansons. We so, are. Yeah, we are, and here we are, uh, ready for a great season. We're gonna we're gonna be doing some really cool things this season, and uh, we're gonna bring back some game shows. Game shows. That's right. Bob Barker style. Bob Barker, bring it on. You know, come on down. That kind of thing. Drew Carey. Did you know the guy? Say Jack. The guy who was the uh, announcer for The Price Is Right for so Uh many years that he actually died and was buried, and they put on his tombstone, "Come on down." Oh, I know, but it just seems like a wrong thing. To hell. (laughs) I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, I just read that recently. Come on down. I understand it was his famous line. Come on down to the underworld. I know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not so sure you'd want to put that on a tombstone. Anyway, that's the absolute truth, by the way. Interesting. So you get real news here at New Hope Underground, as usual. It's just more so, news. Just more news. Constantly throwing stuff at you. I, I know. We, we, you can't keep up with this. You nope. really can't. You can listen every week if you dare, but you still can't keep up with this. That's all there is to it. <laughs> that's a good but, commercial. <laughs> listen if you dare. If you dare. If you dare to listen every week. Uh, and be confused thoroughly. <laughs> We're uh, good at confusing people, yeah. But yeah, New Hope Underground, the whole idea when we first started this podcast was for New Hope Underground to be a kind of behind, behind-the-scenes look at New Hope Church, mm-hmm. talking to some of our staff, some of our people, and then COVID hit, and we kind of, we kind of, I mean, we did, we do a lot of our own commentary and funny stories and stuff right. like that, and, and we, but we kind of got to that almost exclusively <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> Became a different kind of thing for so a while. So season three, we're bringing some things back, you know? Getting back to our roots. Talking about stuff that's going on at New Hope, talking to people behind the scenes at New Hope, you know, that kind of thing. People who, so, and it's going to be great. It's so going to be great. I'm a big Office fan, as you know. Yes. 
you know, like season one, it's kind of it's kind of rough for the average viewer. I liked it, but you know, it, it was not, rough for me because I saw the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But were, the, my point is, like, it was it was a good show, but it wasn't quite its own thing yet. Right, it hadn't come into its own. The yet. Second season, you're like, okay, I kind of see where you're going. Third season, they're in full stride. They know who they are. They're every character is its own thing. And they're just go- this is season three of The Office for us. There you go. We know what this we're doing it. now. I'm kind of who, what character would you say I am versus you know versus you? Uh, you're Dwight. I'm Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I am. I'd like to consider myself Jim, but I think that's arrogant to say because he's the most <laughs> likable. So your creed. Yeah, I'm either. I'm like a good mix between Creed and Oscar. I think. Yeah, well, well, welcome to New Hope Underground featuring Dwight and Creed. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you play guitar. He plays guitar. Oh, yeah, he's that's a true. Musician, yeah, but. he's a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been in prison, I don't know how many times. Yeah, that's so me. Yeah, it's so you. Well, anyway, uh, welcome to a new season, and this is official episode one. So uh, we, we're, we always talk about the real news, as we call it. We mm-hmm. like to call it because it's hard to mess up this kind of news, and nobody really wants to mess it up because it's 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 hard to believe to begin with. So, you know, it's, and it's too much fun to mess up. Don't, don't fix what ain't up. broke. Now, this one, I'm going to be honest with you. This is an interesting story. It doesn't necessarily have a happy ending, Okay. Okay. Um, and it's, and I don't want to like make total uh, fun of it, but I do think it's really odd. And so okay. I just kind of so it's kind of bizarre. It's not bizarre. a great ending. It's kind of like a Scorsese film. Yes. Or Tarantino film. That's a really good. Yeah, it's a really good uh, way to way to put it. <laughs> it's like I'm 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 curious. I'm watching, and I'm also thinking that's bizarre, and I might laugh, but I want to cry. All at the same time. Okay, yeah. It's kind of like that. But here you go. Here is the headline that I read this morning. Okay. Just came out. Herd of charging cows in England kill second man in a month. <laughs> that, I'm sorry, but that that is it. Herd of charging cows in England kill second man in a month. Second man in a month? And the Stop uh, these cows! Article goes on to say that the police are investigating and asking for witnesses. witnesses. So this is the second time that one happened in uh, in, uh, in more the northern part of England where there's a lot of, you know, towards Scotland, uh-huh. you know, where there's a lot of sheep and cows and stuff and a lot of farm uh-huh. area. One guy was out walking with a friend, uh, guy's in his 70s, and all of a sudden... That's basically what the article said. All of a sudden, there were these cows that just start charging him. Jeez! And they killed him. They just like stampeded him. Yeah, the other the other person got away, but he he was killed. And this is the second guy. The other one was in Yorkshire, a little bit farther. I uh-huh. think a little bit farther, uh, a little bit down farther south. But anyway, the other one was in Yorkshire, England. Uh, just I think recently uh, when someone was also trampled by a herd of a herd of cows. Now, so you Dif- can see different different herd. Yeah. Well, we think I, <laughs> I do, and they're asking for witnesses. So I'm not sure if they're trying to link the two or hmm. if the same cows or different cows. Now you can see why I prefaced it like I did, right? Because obviously it's sad to see anybody get killed. Uh, so I'm not I making don't know. light of if that. that if you could choose a way to go out, I mean, that's a good way. 
cow stampede. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think I would, I would almost prefer it, but, um, it just seems odd to me that the, the, the headline also includes police investigating, asking for witnesses. It's like a, it's like a weird episode of law and order. And you wonder if <laughs> you wonder, is it the same cows? Like, are they like, you know, they, they wear leather jackets and, you know, <laughs> Smash things on weekends, and the the two investigators go up to the the local bartender. It's like, yeah, they're, have they're you seen the, have you seen these cows? <laughs> like, yeah, I seen them. What's it to you? Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying anything. You can't make me. It's like they're afraid. Yeah, they came in here last Thursday with those other lady cows. What other cows you talk? What cows you talking about? <laughs> I know I might know a few cows. They're like actual suspects or something of a. Crime. I know. I'm just trying to what witnesses and. I guess what I'm trying to get at is why do they need witnesses exactly? I mean, one guy was the, the recent, most recent one. Uh, he was actually had somebody walking with. I mean, there was somebody. How many pe- witnesses do you need? I think one would do the trick. <laughs> I think so too. I mean, we were walking, and then cows. Unless there's something going on here, like. I don't know, maybe a murder, and then they blame cows. Interesting. Like, they, oh, there's some cows. I just kind of explained that away. I don't know. I just find the whole thing. There's a lot of freaky stuff going on with farm animals over there in England. Remember we just talked not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Into season two, we talked about the sheep that are just frozen. I don't know what they're feeding their farm animals, but I feel like Americans have figured out farming because we haven't had any of these issues. (laughs) Maybe they're not feeding them. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Why would they all of a sudden stampede towards a particular person? I don't I don't get it. Racist cows. Most cows I've been around are f- fairly docile. I don't know. I don't, I've never really... We fatten them up over here. Of course, I don't really hang out with cows. <laughs> I was going to say, you got a little chihuahua. <laughs> I remember uh, last year, maybe it was even back to season one, I came here, we were, uh, Yoakum and I were talking about uh, an article in Vermont of a farm that basically was renting out their cows for you to come in and cuddle with them. Oh. So in America, we cuddle with cows. In England, you get stampeded by cows. (laughs) So I don't know. What do you, it's, I just thought the, I just thought the headline was really interesting. Hmm. Heard of charging cows in England killed second man in a month. It's almost as if it's like a rampage. You know, it's like a serial killing group of cows. Well, I think we need to start another spinoff podcast and investigative reporting about murderous cows. Oh, we do. We get Reed involved. Oh, yeah. Dr. Reed, bring him in. He's going to be, we'll be, good be back for this episode as well. Oh, yeah. Dr. Reed. A little bit of Dr. Reed segment. But, yeah, we need a we, we little need expose a, on cows. Yeah, like a, like a whole mini-series about trying to catch the, the stampede of, of wild bovine that are just rampaging <laughs> citizens. <laughs> I don't know. At some point during season three, I promise you, I'm going to get my cows straight. And once I get them straight, watch out because then there's going to be story after story after story about cows. You because have, you have to keep up with our, expert. our our uh, bovine investigative journalism. We do live in Central Illinois, and people, our listeners, you, New Hope Underground, we know that you're extremely interested on the ongoings, if you will, of cows in our area. 
Uh, and we don't really know much about the ones in our area, but in England, they're killing people. So you better watch your back. It's time for Balderdash with Dr. Reed. Hey, welcome to this new game show. It's going to be a great, great game, and I'm telling you, you're going to love it. And our first guinea pig, if you will, on this game is Eric Splechter. What's up, Eric? Hey, how you doing? He's calling in on FaceTime. I even see your face. <laughs> it's time for my face. Hey, it's worth it to have a game show, to have an excuse to see your face, <laughs> listen to your voice. But Eric, guess what? You can actually win an Amazon gift card in this game. How about that? I could use that. Now, let me explain the rules a little bit, and then Dr. Reed is going to read you the questions. But uh, here's how it goes. It's called Balderdash. Balderdash is where we make up definitions of weird words. And you have to guess which definition is the correct definition. Now, we're going to give you two questions, okay? If you get one of the two questions correct, you win an Amazon $10 gift card. If you get both of the questions correct, you win a $20 Amazon gift card. If you don't get either one of them right, I'm sorry, we're going to give you just, you know, you're going to have to owe us an Amazon gift card, basically, is what's (laughs) going to have to happen. (laughs) you, You think you can do this? The stakes seem awful high. Okay, so I know they are. <laughs> we don't do anything halfway here on New Hope Underground. Okay, so here's how it's going to go. I'm going to play Reed's voice. He's going to give you the question. You'll answer, okay? And, and, uh, and here we go. Our first word is tarantism. T-A-R-A-N-T-I-S-M. Tarantism. Definition number one. A mania characterized by the uncontrollable impulse to dance, especially prevalent in southern Italy from the 15th to 17th century, popularly attributed to the bite of a tarantula. Definition number two, the superstitious belief that spiders are inherently evil and one receives bad luck for two years if ever bitten. Definition number three, a philosophy of applying answers to human life by observing colonies of ants. Hmm. Well, since the first thing that came to mind was that it was little arms, like Tyrannosaurus, it's not that, so I have to guess something else. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the observation of tarantulas. Is that number three? The observation of a colonies of ants. Of ants, yeah. I'm going to try that. With that one? Or you, okay, you got the mania, you got the dance thing, you've got the superstitious belief of spiders are inherently evil, and you've got a philosophy of, of applying answers to human life by observing colonies of ants. You're guessing number colonies three. Of ants. I'm guessing three. You sure? It's your final mm. answer. That is. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> it was actually a mania characterized by an uncontrollable impulse to dance. <laughs> Popular wow. in southern Italy back in the day. And it was attributed that to was the bite of the so tarantula. Specific. I know. <laughs> it is. That's what threw me. <laughs> so if anyone you can know you can go around to people and say, Hey, do you do you ever get 
I don't know, a tarantism that comes over you? Have you ever been to Southern Italy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> it does sound very specific. It's kind of funny. Okay, uh, here is Dr. Reed with the second question. Word number two, petrichor. P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R, petrichor. Definition number one, wood that has turned into stone quickly after a catastrophic event. Definition number two, a name of one of the dwarves in Lord of the Rings. Or definition number three, the smell of the earth after a rain. Now think hard because if you get this correct, you'll win a $10 Amazon card. Okay. Is it wood that turns? You know, I've never know the smell after rain, but I've never heard the definition. Yeah, the smell of earth after a rain. Of course, the first one is like petrify. I'm so torn between the two. Um, Do I go with what's obvious? (laughs) I'm out with that. Okay. They eat too many meals. Second (laughs) breakfast. That's ridiculous. Who has second breakfast? Exactly. <laughs> what do you want to go with? So I'm going to go, huh, since things seem not so obvious, I'm going to go with the smell after rain. Are you sure? Is that your final answer? Uh, I don't know when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're correct, Eric Splector. You win. Yes. <laughs> you win a $10 Amazon Yay. card. Round of applause for Eric Splector. Hey, awesome. thanks for being on the uh, first ever game of uh, Balderdash with Dr. Reed. This is a first for me. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. It's Dr. Reed, and I'm back. You are back. It's season three. Yeah, season three. Let's do it. What better way to kick off season three than with a Dr. Reed? Yeah. You know, a, what is it? Segment, if you will. Segment. Uh, yes. And you're always talking about science. You're like a doctor of all science. Yep. M- MD in uh, <laughs> PhD. Stuff. PhD. DDS. Oh, I got straight D's. D's get degrees. <laughs> hey, welcome, Underground Nation. What a way to kick off season three. And we, we love to talk about animals here. Yeah. And plants and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I love animals. I've been getting really into birds recently. Birds? Yeah, I don't know. You just you see some cool birds this time of year. Wait a minute. You're not going to talk about changing batteries in birds, are you? Oh, no, not today. Okay, okay. Not today. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> it's <laughs> as true as it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, you know, that's more political conversation, I really. I got you. Birds are awesome though. Yeah, birds are great. Um I Do you have a favorite bird? Not, I mean, sometimes I think owls are pretty cool, but not really. What about you? You like owls? Yeah. A lot of people get those fake owls. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They them up. What are they? What are they trying to scare away? Mice? I have one. No, they're they're uh, keep away other small birds from nesting. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they ah. have. Yeah. I always thought it was just to scare mice or snakes. They, or they're something. not effective at all. Uh, no, really? Yeah. Interestingly, it's like a scarecrow. Turns out scarecrows are a lie. Don't scare anything. That's great. I like all sorts of birds. We have all sorts of birds around our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But I, I, I guess I like Blue Jays quite a bit. They're pre- I think they're pretty cool. Hmm. That's that's pretty regional. You it know? Is, it's, <laughs> it's very regional. Uh, don't really get noth- out much. Nothing more exotic than that. <laughs> I don't get out much. Come on, more exotic bird than that. Um, Gotta give me something. Uh, ostrich. That's a pretty cool bird. Yeah, there you go. I've never really met one. Uh, I've had an ostrich burger one time. That was pretty good. It sounds like you don't like ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does sound like, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, no. what what's your favorite bird? I don't know. I've I said owls, but I also like seabirds. Been getting into seagulls. Oh, I'm sorry, I already asked that question. I asked it yeah. twice. Oh, it's fine. I, You've been getting into what? Seagull, like seabirds. I like. Oh like yeah, albatrosses, seagulls. I like seagulls specifically because I get to see them in Illinois, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but that's really, you know, we see seagulls around here with the Lake Shelbyville over there. Yeah, we get like a, a migrating lakes, seagulls. There's a lot of seagulls around Lake Ton, Mattoon. Tons of them. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised. You, sometimes you go by like these farm fields, you see just white birds everywhere. Yeah. So. First you're like, are those pigeons? No, they're mm, seagulls. They're seagulls. So, anyway... I've been to uh, several beaches. You know, yeah, they're pe- they get pesky in large numbers. They do. They'll just attack you. They'll take your food. Well, they. they uh, I don't know if they get. I don't know if they're like tame or not, but they're they definitely don't have a they don't have a fear of people. Sometimes when it comes to yeah food, they're little thieves. They're like the raccoons of the air. <laughs> the trash pandas yeah, of the air. Yes, trash seagulls. Yes. The trash pandas of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll take food right out of your hand sometimes. Yeah, it's gets it's brave. really annoying actually if you're on the beach. Yes. Well, I'd, interestingly enough, on this subject, okay, I do know a little bit about some keeping seagulls away from you. Really? Yeah. So, what's the secret? So apparently, there is a there was a study uh, in Cornwall, coastal Cornwall, with bags of fried oh, potatoes. In England. Yes, 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 exactly. Sorry, I should have prefaced Cornwall. That's right. That's right. Cornwall sounds like it's in Illinois, <laughs> but it's, it's it's it doesn't have to do with corn <laughs> or a wall or a wall. Well, maybe it does a wall. Maybe there is a wall there. It could I don't be know. Corn. Is there corn and a wall? Maybe there. I don't know. Not as maybe. much corn or walls as there are here, but so there was a study done there. Yeah, a coastal town. Yeah, they got I'm, their sea. I'm sure they got their share of seagulls. A whole probably two. It's probably a you know a study for everyone's sake. You know, you just need to get to the bottom of keeping seagulls away but either way they figured out by putting bags of fried potatoes out that if you don't look at a seagull he's way more likely to go for the potatoes and he'll just go nuts but if you stare that seagull down he's less likely to even <laughs> attempt to get near those potatoes you're kidding no yeah it's it's a it makes sense i so guess they, they put people on a beach basically yeah yeah, yeah. seagulls are trying to take their snacks or their food mm-hmm. this is it says fried potatoes how'd they do this like a control group i guess so they had like yeah. one group of people who just ignored the seagulls yeah. and another group that stared them down one yeah one thing i find interesting <laughs> is do you think the fried potatoes were like american style fried potatoes or were they like chips you know because it's England, yeah. So yeah. They, they say stuff all weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Their chips aren't even chips. Chips aren't chips no, at all. It's chicken tenders yeah. or something. So, or... <laughs> so, so what happened with the study? I mean, what eventually they 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 said that it was successful by staring them down. Yeah, they said so. Seagulls become infinitely well, not infinitely. There's a finite amount of uh, caution that seagulls have. 
toward this, I guess. But they become a lot more cautious whenever you start staring them down. See, what interests me about this is that you would think people who are ignoring the seagulls are still moving. You know, they're yeah. not thinking about it. They're just moving down the beach or whatever. They're, and you would think the movement would be what would scare the birds. Yeah. But, you, but these people who are staring them down, you could just be motionless and staring them down. I mean, you think that's... Yeah. They, I, so they just don't like you looking at them. That's probably... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, you know? I mean, you ever... You ever like a like in a meeting or something? You're eating a meal, and it's not as comfortable. You know, you can't really just dig in the way you want. You just it's get not this like, weird feeling. Yeah, it's not like comfort <laughs> food at home. You know, where I'm like, I'm gonna tear the lid yeah. off these Pringles and demolish the whole thing. You know, right, right. I'm not gonna do that if someone's staring at me. Right. <laughs> because when someone's staring, it could mean several <laughs> things. It could mean I'm mad at you. It could mean you're weird. It could mean I want some of that food. It could mean there's all sorts of meanings yeah. to the staring. I think eye contact is probably important. The seagull just doesn't yeah. just doesn't like it. Yeah, if you just stare, no one likes being stared at, but seagulls definitely don't like it. So let's say you're at the beach and you're just throwing a frisbee with somebody. Yeah, and you take out a bag of popcorn and they'll mm-hmm. just attack you. Yeah, you could be running up and down the beach if you want to, and they'll still attack. I, but yeah. if you stop, you got to stick it out, and stare at them. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, just give them a look. Give them that look, that scorn, so they know, hey, that's my popcorn. Don't take that. Well, Dr. Reed, I I can't tell you how well this has been placed as our first episode of Season 3, telling all of Underground Nation how to deal with seagulls. Yeah. Especially around Central Illinois. I hope the listeners... (laughs) (laughs) I hope the listeners get some value out of that. Oh, I know they will. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, you bet. Twenty twenty. When I say that year, Drew, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Twenty twenty one. I thought you would say COVID, but you know, I mean, that'd be the most obvious thing. But twenty. Well, that's why I'm th- looking forward to twenty twenty one. Hopefully, it'll be a better one. That's really really good. Yeah, we need we need to have something to look forward to. Right now, we're getting ready to get into the fall and the winter. We got some holidays coming up. We got stuff. Yeah, it's a lot changing. of good stuff to look forward to. You've got. You know, you got your your kind of fall time, Halloween time. You've got your the Pinterest girls are going crazy right now. Yeah, so. with all the decorations and everything, mm-hmm. and the pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, of course, that's huge. And then you've got so you got your latte season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got your Thanksgiving mm-hmm. season coming up in November. So football season good. is Fo- here. Football season, we're in the middle of it right now, and my fantasy football teams are doing very, very well. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, and then we have Christmas coming up, so, you know. Yes, Christmas. Dude, Christmas is the best. we got to be thinking ahead. Now, there's a, there's an election or something in there, but other than that, other, most of the stuff sounds For pretty us? good. That's what I heard. Someone <laughs> someone said, mumbled something I'm about kidding. It. I know there's an election. <laughs> I'm voting. Don't worry. But uh, when you look at... When you look at the next few months, we got stuff to look forward to. Oh yeah, you know? and we need to, we need to talk about that. I mean, people, we need to talk you, about what things. are you looking we forward need, to? You know what you're looking forward to. We need to talk about those kinds of things. So, what are you looking forward to when it comes to these holiday seasons that are that are coming up? Me? Yeah. I mean, if you had to n- nail something down, just out of any of the holidays that are coming up, I'm honestly a big Christmas fan. Like big I'm, Christmas fan. I'm I'm very romantic when it comes to Christmas. Romantic, it's, yeah. I I go all out. I, I decorate my house, and uh, 
listen to Christmas music pretty much starting October. Does your, October. does your wife agree with this? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys are on board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Good. sometimes she doesn't like to get started with it as soon as I do, but like I could care less about Halloween. Thanksgiving, I think, is just a pre-Christmas warm-up. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind Thanksgiving of... Thanksgiving is like eating with Christmas in mind. It's it's basically Christmas just without being as special. I like it because it's you know turkey. Now you see, can have I'm turkey not a big Christmas. turkey fan usually, mm-hmm. but actual big turkey with the skin on it and stuff. Now we're talking and and football. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I don't know when is football season over. Uh, February, well, right? February. So there's still the football first one going February on. Is the Super Bowl. I'm a big soccer fan. December is a big month for soccer. There's soccer like every other day. So it's a good month. Got Christmas, soccer, turkey. Jesus being born. Oh, yeah. That too. Because obviously (laughs) he was born in December. Uh, Yeah. Even though a lot of people say he was not. Well, I'd like to think so. Don't mess up December for me. I'm sorry, but most Bible scholars think he was either, was possibly born in uh, the fall, like around August. August? That's or summer. Or maybe even in the spring, because it says the shepherds were out tending their sheep. Well, the only thing you're missing is the summer, then. You right. guess on every other season. Every, you can guess any season you want, I guess. But I'd like to think he was born on December 25th at midnight, and yeah, I'm as sure soon he as was. the snow starts to fall. I'm sure he was. When Jesus comes back, the first thing he's going to say is, suckers, I really was born on December 25th. <laughs> <laughs> As you, if that's the thing you, that's that's stumbling people. You scholars, all you scholars, you you so-called he uses the air quotes scholars. <laughs> Came back and proved y'all wrong in the thing everyone's really concerned about, it's, not the afterlife, right? Not <laughs> not the afterlife, not any other big theological discussions. It's I was more, born on Christmas Day, <laughs> so all of you who really love Christmas. You know, I'm thinking about changing my, our personal holidays. Like, okay, so you got Halloween and Thanksgiving. I'm thinking about just right. like just calling them pre-Christmas one and pre-Christmas two. So you're really into it. Once you just change each, everything. Each then. year, each year. Once you have Christmas in July, that kind of thing. Well, July 4th's cool, man. Maybe, maybe it can be called America's Christmas. Now, when you listen to Christmas music, mm-hmm. what do you li- I mean, do? You listen to like the classics. Yeah, that's what I do. Like yeah. Bing Crosby. Yep, that kind of stuff. Yep. Burl Ives. Yep. I, you know, I like some. I like a lot of stuff though. Um, actually, I really like Michael Bublé's Christmas stuff. I know that's not cool. A lot. No, a lot it's, it's not bad. A lot of people are like, "Oh, come on, that's so basic." But it's it's so good. It's good, but it's it's you know it's. It's him. Be, it's mm-hmm. good because he's trying to be like the older, you know, back in the 40s. Yeah, exactly. But which he's is, which is really. But good. he's got a great voice. And what's that song that has the the guitar intro? Man, Jingle Bell Rock. I love that song. It's a good song. So Drew's already getting pumped up for Christmas. So you got something to look forward to. So like, do you have any gift ideas? Yeah, I'd like to. I, I always try to think of gifts other people can get me what's as, soon as, you, as soon as what, I can. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was thinking more along the lines of what you might give somebody uh, else. Oh, like, no, no, nothing. In 2020, is there any 2020 theme gifts? Like, I was thinking about giving away masks. That's a good idea. But give away masks that have your own picture on it. 
like a like your own face just, just me my picture like a like a fat head but yeah, for a mask my fat head on everybody's <laughs> mask <laughs> i like that or like hazmat suits but like with jingle bells hazmat on them <laughs> santa claus looking hazmat suits yeah with jingle bells go. on them and red and white there you go yeah yeah i'm th- thanksgiving i don't know you got thanksgiving is gonna be rough if you have to be six feet apart uh, Halloween and, uh, could be very tricky because the big thing with that is going door to door. I saw some guy actually invented a treat machine that he he feeds the treats in the house and it comes out in a bowl or something outside. Oh. So he doesn't just leave the bowl outside, but it's, he, it's like at a bank. People come to the door. It's like one of the, yeah. It's almost like one of those bank tubes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going above and beyond. I know. Bank, it's like he's just Halloween. He's, he wants to encourage people to come, but at the same time, he's not going out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the message is there, but anyway, yeah. Looking forward to. Uh, I, no one ever comes by my house for for Halloween time. Well, you you live stuff. you live across the. Way from a field. I know, but I, I got neighbors here. and stuff, but there just aren't any kids around here. Yeah, I it's, guess. It's a little bit older crowd around here. And and I turn the lights on and stuff the best I can. We don't really have an outdoor light out front, so people probably think... Maybe you know, that's why they don't come. They can actually, they see you and they're like, oh, no, we got to stay away from that. That could be it. <laughs> could be the fact that all my lights are on and I'm wearing a you know, mask. Yeah. That's really scary. You're terrifying. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't wearing a mask, but it is still really scary. <laughs> But no, I I don't know. This could be an interesting, interesting fall and uh, winter, and I hope a good one. You know, we it's time for some good ones. Oh good yeah, things. I hope that uh, enjoy the things that you can. You know, yeah, I hope our holidays are good. I hope we get through the election good. The pumpkin yeah. cream cold brew at Starbucks is actually really good. There you go. Just saying, There's a plug. It's a nice already. little treat. People just love to plug Starbucks. Let me tell I you. hate Starbucks, but that one, it's a good little treat. <laughs> treat yourself. You know, McDonald's even has a little pumpkin spice latte they got, thing Yeah, going everybody's on, so got that. Everybody's got pumpkin Wendy's, spice Wendy's, I'm sure they got now. like a pumpkin spice burger or something. Can I tell you what? Uh, the first person that DMs me at Instagram at New Hope Underground or message me on Facebook at New Hope Underground, you'll receive a free pumpkin spice latte. There you go. I'm not going to tell you where it's from. But uh, you'll receive one. Just think that's going to be fancy. It'll probably be Starbucks because it is down the street from the church. But anyway, so we're looking forward to 2021. That's the first thing that comes across Drew's mind when we talk about 2020. And uh, we got a, a few things that are coming up I want to tell you about. First of all, I have another podcast called GL Talk, which stands for Group Life Talk or Group Leader Talk. Anybody can listen to it, but we really push it with our group leaders uh, who work with our small groups. And it has been on hiatus for a while this summer, and we're coming back for the fall. And our first episode for the new season, which is actually season four, will be next week. So coming up here in October, first, and Aaron Golden and I will be, he'll be on the show. And we're going to be talking about, uh, we just got done with a, uh, in August with a group leader conference. And so we're going to be talking about some of the things we talked about there, which is about shepherding. So make sure you tune into, into that. You can see our, all our podcasts at newhopechurch.cc slash listen, in case you haven't been on that website. You can check out all the podcasts that we were kind of were promoting there. And then also we got something coming up this Sunday. Yeah, so this Sunday, October 4th, so if you're listening to this later, maybe you've already gone right. past October 4th. But October 4th at 6 p.m., New Hope Shelbyville service is happening. 
It is happening. It's happening. It's the what do you call, first Sundays. They first call Sundays. Them. Yeah. If you're listening to this after October 4th, don't worry because we will have one in November as well. So the it's 6 Sunday. p.m. Spruce Street Studios in Shelbyville. And it's Sunday night and you can bring kids. We have kids programs mm-hmm. going on. So this could be great. And uh, so one thing you should know is you should always listen to this as soon as it comes out. Make sure you subscribe. And you, it pops up, you listen to it. That way you're always in the know before things actually happen. But if you miss it, I get it. Because yeah, get sometimes it. I listen to like, I go through like phases where I listen to a bunch of podcasts at once. So if, I'm the same way. If you missed October 4th, we're going to have a first Sunday every month until we launch there full time every week. Now, here's what's cool. If you listen to New Hope Underground, you're thinking, should I listen to older ones? Because now all the news is going to be old. No, it's a very small segment of our podcast, really, that is dated, if you will. So and, it's and you can just skip it for any time of can, the year. And you can just skip it. Just hit that That's plus right, 30. Just skip it. Yeah, go around and Skip that little it. part, but you listen. You can listen to any of our old shows. We are now on, on, one big announcement I need to make is we are now on YouTube, and we are also on Amazon Music. Are we filming this? No, we're not filming it's it. It's like, where's it's your just camera? Our, just our audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to film it. I don't want to scare people off. We have, uh, uh, well, you would, you'd be good. I know, I'd, I'd help it. Radio. I'd help it. But yeah, no, it's we are on. You can check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it. Anything that's cool and all the kids have, we're, we're there. We're there. Except for TikTok. Now, one last thing, a little discussion here before we before we go. And is I, I wanna have a little time called Jesus Talk. We started this this last season, we're gonna try, try to keep it going. And it's just just anything you know, that comes to my mind that concerning uh, what I've concerning Jesus himself, you know, just the things he said, things he did and just, just, you know, general conversation. And so this time, sometimes I just uh, kind of give a devotional thought basically, mm-hmm. but this time I, I have a question for you. For me? Yeah. For you Uh-oh. and for our listeners. Okay, good. Did Jesus was, do you think that he was a guy who joked around a lot? Because hmm. usually you think of him as a really serious, you know, divine son of God. Like this solemn, skinny guy. Who's... And do you think he was fun? Hmm. I would... When you, when you hung out with him. I would think so. Because if, if I'm able to do, like, miracles and stuff, like, you know you're going to mess with some people at some point. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> use use your powers to mess with people? Oh, yeah, Definitely. <laughs> You think Jesus did that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He must 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 have been able to do that. He's like using his powers to pull some pranks. Yeah, it's like Peter wakes up with a bunch of crows all over him, you know, or something. <laughs> like he just calls the birds of the air to to nest on Peter for. He or Peter's like, hey, what what are we having for breakfast? And then he he turns around and there's. Like 5,000 loaves. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder, I don't know if he, I don't know. I just can't, I, I don't know if that happened or not, but it'd be interesting. To, oh, so all the, like John says in the very end of the gospel, he says, if everything was written down about what he said and did, there wouldn't be enough books to hold right. it. So you know there's tons of stuff that well, aren't Well, historically in the speaking, what, he disappears from age 12 to 30, right? Pretty much. 
And from one to, and from zero to you know from twelve two to twelve. So you know what's going on. if you get anyone, I mean, granted, this guy's the son of God, so he's perfect, but he's also human. So if you right. think back to when you caused the most mischief in your life, it was probably between the ages of twelve and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he had to do things that were fun. I think joking around with with guys, friends, and stuff. Mm-hmm. He just he, he had he had to. I would, assume. I, I would assume that he was a very joyful person, you know, not a person who was just solemn all the time. But anyway, it just kind of made, when I started thinking about that, it makes me, makes me wonder just if, if it'd be, it'd be so really, really, really cool to actually watch a movie of the real Jesus, you know, when he lived like to actually see it, not, not just actress portrayals. Yeah. So that you could say, well, I want to live like him or be like him. You knew what that meant. You know, we have right. so many ideas and interpretations in our head that sometimes we're not sure what that Yeah, we always means. portray like this uh, Shakespearean version of Jesus. He's King like, James English. Yeah, just he's very... His hair is combed just right. Like he stands up straight and he's, I don't know. The, Feathered the, hair, The way nice he talks sandals. is a little different. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a little bit British. <laughs> you, yeah, it's just a little bit... Yeah, I, we have all these ideas of what we think of Jesus in our head. No matter no matter what your background, you have your own your own idea. But I think the thing that's uh, w- that we really need to be paying attention to is what we do know about him. What, what do we know? And, you know, there really isn't much said about him, you know, joking around necessarily. But I just cannot see him not as a joyful person, especially when the Scripture talks about it. So so much and it's, and joy is so much a part of of what God brings and and tells us that we're created to be and also how we're commanded by Paul the an apostle is to be joyful often and and to in the things that we do for the sake of God do it with joy and I I can't imagine Jesus not being like that so we should be like that too be be chill like Jesus there you go be chill be joyful And uh, have a great year, even if it is 2020.